Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. If you have turned on any national forecast, even the local forecasts have the local spin on it, but the national forecasts or the national uh, uh, news has been all about how bad this bomb cyclone is, which I'm sure Stanford will ban as a, a word uh, for 2023 because it, it – uh, denotes violent connotations uh joining me right now is alex stone who also is enjoying southern california winter uh alex always good to hear from you man it is hopefully you're not having to fly out anywhere right now because i know it's been a mess at lax yeah it has been a mess and and that's the thing you know when you talk about uh locally how it impacts uh, a lot of areas that um if you're flying on united there's a good chance if you're going far enough that you may be going through denver chicago if you're going on american maybe through dallas if you're going on delta soon to be Atlanta being impacted as well. And even if you're not going through those cities, your plane may have been or your crew may have been scheduled to go through one of those uh, hubs for the different airlines. So uh, we are seeing cancellations at LAX. It is a, a pain of uh, what's going on, but nothing compared to if you're in Denver or Chicago or in Dallas. And, I mean, just some of these temperatures, Cheyenne today, a wind chill of negative 50 um, oh. during the, the middle of the day, the real temperature, not even the, the wind chill, negative eight in Denver, ice in Dallas, and that, that's the bad news. Denver, Dallas, Chicago, all the, the major airline hubs, Denver, United, and Frontier, Chicago, uh, United, and Southwest, Dallas, American, and Southwest, and what that comes down to is a mess. And travelers were warned on Monday. Airlines started telling them, hey, 
There are waivers. You can rebook. Um, because if you're on a canceled flight today, good luck on getting on to another one later today or tomorrow or Saturday. Then all of a sudden you're after Christmas and you probably aren't where you want to be. That it could be a while because uh, flights are so full, planes are so full, that where do they put you? If you say put me on the next one, the next one tomorrow in, like, Chicago could be even worse. They're pre-canceling a lot of flights tomorrow in uh, Chicago and elsewhere. Uh, and, and then as it moves, the storm system moves east. So tomorrow isn't going to be any better. But there are no open seats because the, the planes are full and, and everybody's trying to travel. So uh, it's, once you find out your flight's canceled, uh, it could be a number of days. It could be the middle of next week, the end of next week before they get you out. Veronica Wyman, she's stuck at Chicago O'Hare telling our crew is... Tired, just hungry, just hopeless, honestly. And the numbers right now, Chris, uh, it's going up by the minute. A few minutes ago with 1,700 flights. It is now the total number of canceled flights in the U.S., almost 1,900 with... Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's for tomorrow, 1,900 already oh, uh, in the U.S., most of those being Southwest Airlines today. It is worse than that, 2,300 right now today, with almost 8,000 delays in the U.S., most of those being on Southwest and United. Uh, But uh, Southwest, 846 flights canceled today, 1,400 more that have been delayed. The number one, they keep going back and forth, airports uh, in the world for flight cancellations, Denver is number one, Chicago O'Hare number two, Chicago Midway uh, then below them. But O'Hare has been number one, and then Denver, and they keep going back and forth. Colorado yesterday, and I remember when I lived in Colorado, would do this every now and then when the cold front comes in, dropped 32 degrees in nine minutes. I mean, that's wow. just crazy. As, yeah. as that front moved over the area around Denver, 32 degrees in nine minutes. They had a beautiful day yesterday. It is one degree in Denver right now, uh, this couple trying to get to Minneapolis. Hoping we make it there on time and safely, and once we get there, we're hoping we can drive safely to our destination. And yeah, numerous areas where highways have been shut down because of bad accidents and uh, ice. Washington State, they've had a few. Wichita, Nebraska, major highways that have been shut down. Dallas, they're uh, de-icing the planes. And then all of this moves east. I mean, it's incredible when you see it on radar. From the Canadian border down to the Gulf of Mexico, one sweeping line of just cold and snow moving in. So now Atlanta's going to get it. That's going to be Delta Airlines. Tomorrow, Detroit is going to be a major airport with uh, flight cancellations, Philly, and then then it'll go New York and everywhere else. So the uh, the governor of uh, Georgia uh, talking to people around Atlanta and elsewhere saying, Communities across the state are about to see temperatures that they haven't experienced in a decade or more. Colorado, uh, they've called out the National Guard. They're helping with warming centers and, and shelters that are open. So it's going to be a rough few days. I was talking to a buddy in, uh, in Milwaukee that they've got uh, extreme winter storm warnings with the wind and blizzard conditions all the way through Saturday now. And uh, so it's not going to get any better. If you're trying to travel to any of those areas, good luck, because uh, there's a, a very strong chance you're not going to get there. Talking with Alex Stone, he's our ABC News correspondent, and Alex is, is here in Los Angeles uh, with the rest of us. Uh, I was talking to my folks there in northern Michigan, and uh, you know, anytime there's a blizzard warning, which is what uh, my folks are, are under right now, Pops always says, well, you know, Dem, that's not going to come. You, you know, Dem, 
which I guess means that uh, everything we were talking about is all uh, fabricated, Alex. But as you pointed out, uh, the temperature <laughs> dropped 30-plus degrees in nine minutes there in Denver. I, I also lived in Colorado. I was up the hill there in, in Avon, uh, Vale area, and I remember uh, watching, and, and we would have it be real cold, and then we'd turn on the Denver news just to watch as it hit Denver, as it came out of the hills and then into Denver. We just knew it was going to be uh, even worse for the people who were who were in the uh, the Mile High City watching those guys. Uh, you, you, see, you, were in the pri- that- you were in the pricey area of Colorado. You know, you could sit up there from high and watch us down in Denver and watch the uh, the, the storm yeah. come in there. Yeah, I mean, I guess we get we get blamed for fake news for everything, uh, storms <laughs> included. And you know, but some of this, you, you you look at you know, and it's kind of like the phenomenon you see in Florida when a hurricane is coming in, the, the airlines did warn. And I think, you know, a lot of people thought, eh, you know, we'll take our chances, we'll see what goes on. And the airline said on Monday, look, this is going to be really bad. Chicago is going to be really messed up. Denver is going to be really messed up. Rebook now. Don't go through a hub if you don't have to. Uh, or, you know, try to get in somewhere else or go a day earlier before the storm comes in. And a lot of people either couldn't do it or didn't do it. Um, but this is one where, you know, sometimes we say, oh, the airlines weren't ready. They, they didn't do it. They did say that they were getting things in place to do the best that they could. Um, but you can only do so much. And they were telling people, you know, for no fee before this, figure out what you're going to do because you may not make it to Christmas Eve or Christmas Day uh, because it's going to get really bad. And, uh, we're- and we're seeing that right now. And, you know, some people may have chanced it or just uh, couldn't make any change and uh, now unfortunately they, they may not be able to get there so they're stuck at the airport somewhere are, are any of these airlines offering vouchers for people that just say forget it we're just going to cancel our christmas plans and maybe we'll make up for it you know in the spring yeah so if you, you want to cancel completely then uh then most of them and then in most cases if they cancel your flight they have to give you your money back now um yeah but not typically hotels or food that, and a lot of people will demand them, but when it's weather, they don't have to do that. Had it been their mess up and, you know, mechanical problem or scheduling, um, then, then they would have to do that. They would be on the hook. When it's weather, they don't have to do it. So you end up sleeping at the airport. They don't have to pay for anything. It's going to be uncomfortable. Um, Denver always, you know, they bring out their snow cots that they put all around the, the terminals. They'll have the cots out tonight, and, and they're going to do the best they can. Look, they built Denver to withstand bad snow, building so many runways in every which direction. So no matter what the wind was doing, um, you know, heated taxiways and runways, all that. When today Denver has canceled 267 flights, when it is that bad in a newer airport built in the late 90s, when they have that many delayed and and canceled flights, um, it shows you it's pretty bad. The other thing, though, is the human factor in all of this. When it is wind chill of negative 50 degrees, you think of the baggage handlers, the fuelers, sure. everybody else. There is, it's, the wind is a major component in all of this. The snow is a major component. But then you bring in and de-icing. That delays everything when they've got to do that, which they're doing. Uh, but the, the baggage handlers and others can only be out there for a certain amount of time before they have to go in and warm up. Um, and, and so that slows things down. You, you can't have them going nonstop on every flight. So it's just one thing after another that... Yeah, you get this delay, then that delay, and then the baggage handlers can't be out for as long, and then the fuelers can't be out for as long, and you get what we got today, and then it rolls downhill to affecting Burbank and, you know, Orange County and LAX and Santa Barbara, and and then everybody's feeling it, and uh, they definitely are right now.
Alex Stoner, ABC News correspondent. Love talking to you, pal. Have a have a Merry Christmas and appreciate all the work that you do year in and year out, my friend. You're the Thank best. you so much. Thanks, Chris. You all too. Right. Thanks, pal. All right, we'll talk about uh, the trendiest topics of t- of the day next. Chris Merrill. We'll see if you can guess what is uh, the biggest trend next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken. KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. I thought I'd take a look at some of the what was uh, trending throughout the day. Just kind of keep an eye on everything that's going on and uh, some topics. Uh, you know, caught my eye. Uh, Tesla was trending. Uh, actually, the uh, the stock symbol for Tesla, which is dollar sign TSLA, was trending earlier today because at one point Tesla hit their 52 uh, week low. They were down more than 10 percent. Tesla was. They ended up closing down just shy of nine percent. Uh, come to find out, Tesla is the most profitable short pick of 2022. A lot of this comes down to Elon Musk. Uh, much of this this decline happened when he announced he was going to buy Twitter. Now, they were down this summer, but they sort of climbed back up by the end of summer. They were down late spring, early summer. They climbed back up, and then about the time, which was what, September, October, I guess, that he said he was going to buy Twitter for $44 billion, and the more he was tweeting about his purchase and then tweeting out his sort of erratic new rules that were changing by the day, uh, people started saying, one, is he that much of a, a genius like we all thought he was? Uh, or And some of you are saying, I never thought he was. Well, good on you. Uh, or, uh, two, uh, he's so erratic, uh, is he even paying attention to Tesla anymore? If the stock price in Tesla was so high because people believed in his genius, then surely, uh, if he's not paying attention to Tesla any longer, he's not applying his genius to Tesla, and with uh, no leadership at the helm there, uh, how is that going to perform? It's not going to do very well. And so that was trending today. I, I did see, uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Max Burns tweeted, facing layoffs, employee unrest, and investor discontent over his preoccupation with Twitter, Elon Musk's Tesla has tumbled nearly 10% today. Tesla's down nearly 70% for the year, far and away the biggest percentage loss of any major automaker. One of the big uh, uh, trending uh, topics today. Uh, the other one that started trending later in the day was Palo Alto. And I thought, why is Palo Alto trending? And so, of course, you know, I did my diligence and I clicked on it uh, because that's what I do. I click on clickbait. Palo Alto started trending. And if you've been listening to the program, I'll tell you, you've probably heard me make little snide remarks about Palo Alto because that's where Sam Bankman freed the, the guy who was at the head of FTX when it collapsed and is now under indictment uh, for a, a range of securities fraud and, and everything else, uh, that's where he is going to be spending his uh, his time while he's out on uh, bond. He's out on bail, but the bail was achieved through a bond, which basically held his parents' house as collateral. Uh, he will have to be, he will have to be, he'll have to stay at his parents' house, their mansion in Palo Alto. I believe he's also allowed to go to New York. I think he's allowed to go there for, I don't know, business of some sort. Uh, but just the same, he's got to wear an ankle monitor, and he's he's going to have to be um, uh, supervised uh, from a mansion in Palo Alto. So Palo Alto ends up trending on Twitter. was reading uh, one of the tweets in response to this. Uh, Alexandra Huck posted, uh, breaking, Sam Bankman freed $250 million bail secured by parents' Palo Alto house. There are 60 homes for sale in Palo Alto, ranging from 950000 to $53.9 million. As of December 2022, Joseph Bankman's net worth was $5 million. That's uh, Sam Bankman's 
Sam Bankman Freed's father. His mother, Barbara Freed, $3.8 million. Uh, Sam, Sam Bankman Freed had $100,000 left. The math doesn't add up. 100% agree. Assuming that uh, Bankman Freed's mansion in Palo Alto was at the high end of the asking price in that region and was at, let's say, $54 million, plus Bankman's net worth at $5 million, plus uh, uh, Freed's net worth, his mother's net worth, just shy of $4 million, we're still only in that neighborhood of 60-some-odd million dollars. How in the world does he secure a bond for $250 million? 100% agree, the math doesn't add up. And finally, the other uh, trending topic that I wanted to bring your attention today was a tweet that went out talking about um, uh, Texas and a new fully automated McDonald's. The trending topic was Texas is... $7.25. What happened is, uh, let me see. I've I've got the actual tweet in front of me. Let me just open this tweet. He says, uh, Elijah Schaefer posted, you asked for $25 minimum wage, you get first fully automated McDonald's in Texas. And so it's a news story about this, excuse me, it's a TikTok about this automated McDonald's. You walk in, you place your order at the kiosk, the food is prepared by robots, and it's then uh, distributed to you via robots. The internet went bonkers because he equated the fully automated McDonald's with people asking for $25 minimum wage. First of all, nobody's asking for $25 minimum wage or asking for $15 minimum wage. But people love to point out that, um, no. The minimum wage in Texas is seven twenty-five, and has been since 2009. Hasn't changed in 13 years. If we were to adjust that for inflation, it would be the equivalent of $5.15 per hour today. Or what would be five fifteen in 2009. That's what seven twenty-five is worth today. Uh, the, the minimum wage in Texas for teenagers, adjusted for inflation, would be $3.02 in 2009. It's actually four and a quarter. For a waitress or wait staff, the minimum wage in Texas is $2.13. No change on that in 31 years. If you were to take that $2.13 when that became the minimum wage for wait staff in Texas and adjusted that for inflation, it would be the equivalent of 96 cents back in 1981 when that took effect. 1991, excuse me. Math, bad, me. So I don't think minimum wage is the reason McDonald's is looking for new innovation. Not the case whatsoever. While those are the trendy uh, topics on the Twitter machine, I'm a a super radio geek, and so I was looking at the trades today, and I found the biggest news topics that you may have heard on talk radio year-round. And frankly, I'm a little disappointed. I think we're getting lazy. I'll tell you what those are next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. I have to tell you, if I'm being honest, Mark, maybe you can back me up on this. I have listened to a lot of talk radio, and 
I think 95% of what's on talk radio out there is just rehashing political talking points, and it makes me crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no oh. doubt about it. I've been a talk radio fan since I was a child, and you can you can you get this sense when you hear something in the news and you think, oh, God, I'm going to be hearing about this forever. Yeah, you're right. Or you kind of hear the, the latest manufactured controversy, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is going to be a this is going to be a deal. Um, the latest was this, uh, you know, the Title 42 argument about immigration, and Title 42 may be coming to an end. That was basically where uh, if somebody is uh, apprehended at the border, the Border Patrol can j- just kind of point them in the other direction and say, you go back. Uh, and then it may come to an end, which, my goodness, it was wall-to-wall coverage on how the invasion was about to begin, and I thought, holy crap. I mean, it's... This is this is worse than the weatherman talking about twenty four inches of snow coming, right? I mean, it's just like just just calm your horses for a minute. Stop saying invasion. You know, it's like ugh, you just see it coming. Like ugh, this is going to be painful. And uh, and I get frustrated by that because I I don't think it's entertaining. I and I I don't think it's entertaining. I don't think it's engaging. I don't think it's informative. I think it's reactionary, um, and manufactured. And I get really frustrated by all of that. I get so frustrated, which is why, and I, I don't need to blow smoke here, but I, it's such a relief when I listen to KFI because if it's the big news story, it's like, here's the big news story, here's the context. And if it's just life, it's like life is going on. Let's We only get one. Let's just have some fun with it. I love listening to Gary and Shannon because it's like, let's just enjoy what we got, you know? Freaking love that. So much easier to listen to than somebody who's just wringing their hands with whatever the latest talking point is. It drives me bonkers. I once uh, I had an argument with an operations manager at a station I was at. We were looking toward whether or not I was going to renew my contract, and both of us were kind of on the fence as to whether or not we wanted to renew. And he's, he says, uh, you know, you you don't really talk much about Trump. And I said, no. <laughs> he said, well, I mean, we're a political station. And I said, no, we're a talk station. He says, what do you mean? I go, well, there's so much more to life than what Trump did today. And he says, well, what would you like to talk about? I said, anything. I said, uh, discoveries on Mars, uh, the, uh, you know, new flavor of Ben and Jerry's that's being introduced, you know, some of the local topics, homelessness, uh, drug use, that's all very important. But my God, do we have to spend all day talking about Trump? And he looked me square in the eye, and I will never forget this till the day I die. And he said, so you just want to do talk radio. (laughs) (laughs) What were you thinking? I I looked at him and I go, well, what is our radio station? We're a talk radio station. And yeah, I do. I want to. And that's when it was. I think it was apparent to both of us that it wasn't the right fit at that moment. Which is too bad, you know, because I like that station. I like the people I worked with. But it was like, uh, obviously, management's vision of what this is is completely different than what mine is. Because I thought, let's talk about things that affect people on a daily basis, not just Washington gossip. Which is really, unfortunately, what so much talk radio has become. It's just become the latest gossip out of Washington. I'll give you an example. The, um, the trades came out today. And the trades today talked about the top news slash talk stories and people for 2022. And sadly, they're all very predictable. This industry has become totally rote. And so you can probably guess what they all are. Uh, The top stories, number one was midterm elections. 
Uh, all right, fair enough. I, you know, that's a huge story from a news standpoint, right? And But the problem that I have is that I know where all the angles went on the midterm elections. The angles are, is the election rigged? Is there a red wave coming? None of it's the fun stuff. There's no, there's no midterm election, uh, there's no twist to it. Nobody's engaging with something different. Uh, and that disappoints me. Um, you know, like, I want to know what the, the outgoing uh, governor of a state uh, is doing on election night. Or, you know, maybe what they're not doing since they don't have to campaign any longer. Uh, you know, that's I'd like to know a little bit more about the people, the inside, the, the actual person, not just the figurehead that is running for office or was in office or whatever else it is. I want to know the people. No, that's not the thing. Uh, number two, a big story this uh, in 2022 was the economy. Number three was Trump. Trump legal issues and presidential aspirations. Number four, border security slash Hunter Biden case. I don't. I guess those must have tied for the fourth most talked about topics. So yeah, border security and Hunter Biden. Number five was uh, Russia Ukraine. So there you go, rounding it out. Uh, urban crime slash gun control, race relations and LGBTQ rights, uh, social media, big tech, uh, COVID nineteen or health and climate change slash space exploration. Again, those two aren't really related, but they must have tied for that tenth spot somehow. I, don't, uh, I think this is just the editor making things up as they go. The most talked about people, the number one most talked about person in twenty twenty two on talk radio, according to the trades, was Joe Biden. Forgive me, I just don't think the president is that interesting. I don't, I'm sorry. I I know it's a consistent figure in the news, and for that, you know, should be a top ten most talked about individual. But my goodness, I was on in San Diego back in 2012. I started in 2012, and I was reading the, the same trade publication. Was they feature consultants? Uh, every issue has got, you know, consultant's article of the week or whatever else it is. And I remember the consultant at the time said something about, are you talking about Obama too much? And I looked at my producer and I went, we're not. I was so proud of that fact that we weren't harping on what Obama did today every single day. And yet that was the top topic every single day. I mean, unless something big happened and all of a sudden that became the, you know, the topic du jour. But for the most part, if there wasn't something breaking, if there wasn't news happening right then that was breaking news, it was like, here's what Obama did today. He wore a tan suit. Can you believe he wore a tan suit? Oh, Obama took Air Force One to some place. Oh, why is he wasting the gas? It was just angry all the time. And it frustrated me because I thought, why are people talking about the president if the president isn't doing anything that is particularly newsworthy? I'll tell you the truth, it's because it's easy. And you'll see this when you look at the different talk shows on on television. They go to what's called red meat, right? Here's, here's, the, here's the juiciest uh, gossip steak, the red meat. And it's simple. It's lazy. All you have to do is say, I don't like uh, Obama. And suddenly you've cultivated this audience of Obama haters and they're all like, yeah, me too. Yeah, I like that guy on the radio. He's saying exactly what I'm thinking. But you're not really relating. You're not really talking to somebody on their level. That's the art that I believe has been lost in our industry. Number two most talked about person in 2022. If Joe Biden was number one, who was number number two, do you suppose? Mm, Trump. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And again, it's easy. It's easy pickings. Nobody's doing a different angle. Nobody's trying something different. Nobody's asking if Ivana is actually really good fertilizer for the second hole at, at Bedminster. They're just <laughs> complaining that uh, she was buried there, but maybe that's a really good idea. Nobody's doing that. Number three was Ron DeSantis. Number four, Nancy Pelosi, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, number five was Lynn Cheney, uh, Liz Cheney, excuse me, and Benny Thompson. Uh, rounding out the top ten, Hunter Biden was one of the top ten most talked about people in talk radio in uh, 2022, coming in ahead of Elon Musk. Elon Musk has been a goldmine of entertaining topics, but Hunter Biden was talked about more than Elon Musk. Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Zelensky came in at number eight. Tony Fauci was number nine, uh, or Anthony Fauci, but even the trades call him Dr. Tony Fauci. And number 10 was Mark Zuckerberg. It just just my, my opportunity to rail on how just bland our industry has become. Where's, where's the innovation? Where's the information? Where's the entertainment value? Where's the fun? Why would I want to tune in to somebody railing on Hunter Biden and Trump's legal issues every single day? My life is a whole lot different than whatever that that topic is that they're bringing up, and it makes me crazy that people in my industry are that lazy. And I know some people listening are going to get mad at me for that. I don't care. I'll stand behind it. Uh, we'll talk uh, tech here in just a few moments. I, I mentioned uh, tech here a second ago. Tech is getting tech is getting creepy. Maybe there's an opportunity. I don't know. We'll tell you about creepy opportunity tech next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Uh, Tech gone bad. Or sometimes tech gone good. Uh, First, I want to tell you about this. We are giving you a chance to win a two-night stay at Southern California's premier oceanfront destination, the Tiranea Resort, breathtakingly situated on 102 acres atop the Palos Verdes Peninsula, Endless views of the Pacific Ocean. Winners are going to stay in an ocean view suite, play a round of golf for two at the links, and have dinner at Catalina Kitchen. You can unwind at Tiranea's award-winning spa and wellness center, lounge by one of their four ocean view pools, or dine at their eight distinctive on-site restaurants. Go to Terranea.com, T-E-R-R-A-N-E-A.com, if you want to learn more, and visit KFI AM 640 on Instagram. And enter to win a stay at the luxury resort that's right here at home and feels like a million miles away. What a good time to do that. If your flight got canceled and you're not going to be able to make it over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house, uh, this would be a nice place to go, huh? Not a bad way to spend Christmas. All right, let's talk about tech gone bad. Uh, I don't know about you. I tend to be an early adopter of tech. Drives my wife nuts because I know how much money I'm wasting when it comes to technology. I I know it. I I get that. There's a bunch of tech out there, and if I just waited until the next uh, incarnation of that tech came out, I'd probably save a bunch of money. But I tend to be an early adopter. I'm getting better at it, though. For instance, uh, I had a an iPhone 6, and I finally upgraded that to an iPhone XR. And now I have an iPhone XR, and I think I'm about four generations behind. So kind of proud of myself. I've had the same iPhone for like three years now. Feeling pretty good about that. Uh, I didn't get an I didn't get an Apple Watch until until the seventh generation came out. So I, I feel like I'm showing tremendous restraint. Uh, but I want to be somebody that gets the new version every single year. I just I know better now, and frankly, I I look at the money that I'm spending as money I should be putting into my retirement fund instead. 
One thing that I don't have is one of those robot vacuums. Um, not for lack of trying. I'd love to have a robot vacuum. Uh, my wife says no. We did get one for my parents. They immediately regifted it to my younger brother, which I thought was really rude. So we don't get them good gifts any longer. Now we've got an issue with the robot vacuum. The Roomba. Uh, Roomba J7 Series Robot Vacuum was cruising around uh, with some sort of a uh, like a test uh, technology involved. It had a camera in it. And it was going around this house, and it was trying to identify different objects, which makes sense. As they're trying to fine-tune the AI, and it comes into the kitchen, it can identify what is a cabinet, what is a counter, what is, say, a dog dish, uh, what is a table leg or a chair leg, right? It makes sense, but it has to be it has to be recorded and then identified so that all these different incarnations of things that the, the Roomba might encounter can be added to the AI, and the AI can then process these things. The problem is... Uh, that the images that it took weren't necessarily so simple. Photos vary in the type of uh, in type and in sensitivity in this uh, in, in this study that was done. MIT Technology Review obtained 15 screenshots of private photos which had been posted to a closed social media group. The photos, some of which were very intimate, uh, a very intimate image. It was a series of video stills featuring a young woman on the turlet. Her face was blocked in the lead image, but unobscured in the grainy scrolls of shots below that. In another image, a boy who appears to be eight or nine years old and whose face is clearly visible is sprawled out on his stomach across a hallway floor. He's clothed, by the way. But still, Roomba's cruising around taking photos and videos of individuals. Um... Uh, other shots show rooms full of, uh, excuse me, show rooms from homes around the world, some occupied by humans, one by a dog, furniture, decor, objects located high in the walls and ceilings that were then being labeled as part of the, the AI uh, experience. The question is, while Roomba is trying to fine-tune their AI, and of course now Amazon owns Roomba, how is it that these, these particular photos got leaked onto social media? How is it that the vacuum is cruising around the house and taking a picture of a woman who's doing her business? And I got to tell you, I'm creeped out when I'm in the restroom and the dog wants to join me. But I kind of have to reconcile that, you know what, I watched the dog go, so I guess it's only fair the dog gets to watch me go too, right? But not the vacuum. Not okay with that. Uh, I, robot. Amazon and everybody else that was involved says, no, wait a minute. This isn't like it was your, it wasn't like it was the robot that was, or the vacuum that was going out to the general public. If you bought your vacuum at Target or at Amazon, it's not like it was being, that it was recording you. These were people that were part of a study. It could have been employees or people that had consented to have this vacuum in their homes. So don't go thinking that it's just out there recording anybody willy nilly. Still, you have to wonder if the people who were a part of this knew what was going on. Uh, Matt Bean is an assistant professor in the technology management program at the University of California, Santa Barbara, studying the human work behind robotics. He says there's always a group of humans sitting somewhere, usually in a windowless room, just doing a bunch of point and click. Yes, that is an object or not an object. In other words, they're analyzing the data, then they're determining, yes, this is a, this is a countertop. Yes, this is a chair. Yes, this is a table. Still, those people sitting around are catching pictures of people who are doing their business. 
I'm a little bit freaked out by that. In the same way that we all know that our our Amazon Echoes, you know, the Alexas are listening to us, now I'm kind of creeped out that Amazon is watching me do my business. And then maybe they're going to what? Try to sell me something? Maybe toilet paper? Actually, come to think of it. Alexa, order toilet paper. We'll talk about dumb kids in California next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM640. More stimulating talk and live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 